0: Well, hey, and welcome to a brand new year. It has been a minute. Since you have heard my voice and a new episode. And so as always, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to 2023. And yeah, it like I said, it's been a little bit since we've released a Just Me episode, but also since we've released a new episode. I know that we threw a couple surprises out there in the month of December with some re-releases of some of our favorites, which that was fun. But yeah, this is our first episode in 2023, literally as I'm sitting down to record this right now, I'm still hearing in real time. Fireworks outside of our house. Like people are still celebrating ringing in the new year. And so I hope that it has been a good holiday season for you. I thought that a good place to start would be just to let you know a little bit about what life has looked like lately for Scott and I since I haven't been on here since around the Thanksgiving time. The very first or the very last episode that you heard from me was right before Thanksgiving hit. And so for Thanksgiving and Christmas this year, Scott and I stayed here in Georgia, in our house that we moved into recently, and we just invited our friends and family to join us if they were able. And the way that it worked out was that for Thanksgiving, none of our friends and family were able to join us for our big Thanksgiving feast. And that's okay. You know, everyone has a lot of things that are going on and plans and here and there. It was totally fine. And even so, Scott and I wanted to celebrate and I tackled something that I've never done before. I have heard all these horror stories, right, about like a turkey and how difficult it is to cook it in all the different ways and people burning their house down because they're trying to deep fry the turkey, like all these things. So even though it was just Scott and I, I knew that our friends and some of our family would be dropping by over the days following Thanksgiving. I was like, I'm still going to make a meal, a big, nice meal. And we'll just like send the leftovers home with people and we'll just eat on them, you know, in the days following. And so I cooked this massive turkey. If you follow me on Instagram, you might've seen it. It was huge. Like that turkey could have fed a tribe, a whole village. I mean, it was crazy, but it was the smallest one that I could find at the store, which was nuts. And it was a little bit more involved than I thought it was going to be. You do have to like thaw the turkey days in advance and mine wasn't thawing quick enough. And so. I had to like put it in the sink in an ice bath and do this and do that. And then when it's time to cook it, you know, you think about we, what's it called? I think it's called brining where you put like a lot of uh, spices and stuff on the turkey like 24 hours in advance. And then you have to get the right size pan and you put it in the oven. And then as it's cooking, you keep kind of like taking a little measuring cup and pouring the juices over it so that it doesn't dry out. It, I will say it is quite the commitment to cooking. A turkey. So that's essentially what Thanksgiving looked like was me taking a try and making this turkey. And I will say, I think it turned out pretty well, um, but it was a lot more work than I imagined. And like I said, we had some friends and family, even though they weren't able to come that day, they were able to stop by that weekend after. And that was just really fun. And I don't know how your family does it, but we like to decorate for Christmas the day following Thanksgiving. And so we got a tree and we put lights on the house and it was just really, really fun. And that kind of kicked off the official start to the holiday season. And this last month in December, leading up to Christmas was really Pretty low key. I mean, we just were spending a lot of time with our friends that are here in the city that we're in, and we just played a lot of games and had a ton of game nights with them. We got really hooked on Dutch Blitz. Uh, Monopoly Deal, and uh, what was the other one? Oh, Ticket to Ride. Those are like the main games we've been playing for this last month, and it was just really fun. We spent a lot of time doing that and had a couple Christmas parties. I made this joke because I work remotely, and so I didn't have like this official team or corporate, you know, Christmas party like a lot of my friends who work for businesses in person do. Since I'm kind of out here in Georgia on my own We didn't have a team Christmas party. And so I decided to throw my own. So right around the Christmas time, I invited a few of my friends here and we got dressed up and we went out to dinner at this really fun place here in Columbus and went to a play. And we called it the company Christmas party. And I even gave them out superlatives at the Christmas party as like an award. And there was not any room in our budget for a bonus this year, but you know, who knows what could happen Q1 through Q4 of next year. But in all seriousness, it was really, really fun. And it just, I love that about the Christmas season. I love that about the holidays is that you get to just celebrate and have fun and go have dinner and do things that it feels like Like for some reason, January through November, we just don't think to do as much. And I love like you know, hearing someone mention like, oh, I love this game or I love this thing. And then you see it in the store and you grab it for them. And I don't know, it just is a really, really sweet season. And we really enjoyed this whole leading up to Christmas. And then for Christmas, our family was able to come. Well, some of them were able to come and be with us in person, which was really, really nice. And instead of cooking a massive, massive turkey, I decided to cook a ham with all these sides. And we just had another really low key day. It was Super, super fun. Um, And then right after Christmas, Scott and one of our really good friends, Ben, got in a car, loaded it up, packed it down, and went on this like road trip of a lifetime. They started here in Georgia, drove all the way up to Canada, to Niagara Falls, and then all the way back down through Kentucky to New Orleans and ended up in Florida where we celebrated the new year. So it has just been a really, really good season. But like I said, I'm happy to be back. I love the beginning of a year. I love just the space that is there to recap and revisit the last 12 months that we've lived. But I also love that you get to set new goals and think ahead about what you want the next 12 months to look like. And so that's really what this episode is going to sound like. It's what it's going to feel like. And like I said, I I hope that this never feels like just me talking into a void or talking at you. I mean, my goal from the very beginning is that it feels like a conversation. And so I'm hoping that even though it's just my voice in this episode, that as I kind of talk through and think through some of these questions and these aspects of the last year and the new year that I'm thinking through that you can do the same (laughs) that it would be like you and I are driving in a car or we are taking a walk or going for a bike ride or grabbing coffee and like we're just talking together about these things about what this last year has looked like for us and what our hopes are for the new year. Kicking off the new year, a focus for a lot of us is our health, whether that's getting active for 30 minutes a day, eating more veggies in your diet, checking in with a counselor, or drinking more water. A big goal for me in 2023 is taking that next step towards a healthier lifestyle. And I've already started that journey. One of my favorite vitamins is made by a company called Ritual. Now I've been taking Ritual's prenatal vitamin for almost a year now, and I love it. I actually took it in to one of my recent doctors. Appointments and had my doctor check it out, see what he thought about it. And he said it checked all the boxes that he was looking for. And Ritual also offers a lot of different multivitamins for men, for women. There's probiotics, there's proteins. And a good part of it is that all of their products are made simple, clean, and backed by science to meet their made traceable standards. You can learn more about that online. But like I said, the prenatal is what I've been taking the most, and I absolutely love it. And it's kind of weird to say but the vitamin itself is actually beautiful and it's infused with citrus so that it's easier to get down for any of us who are sissies when it comes to taking pills and vitamins. So, I can't recommend Ritual anymore and they have actually become friends of mine. And so you can get 20% off of your first month by using promo code Nikki Dutton. There's no spaces N-I-K-K-D-U-T-T-O-N when you check out. It's a great first step towards whatever your health goal in 2023 is. So visit Ritual, R-I-T-U-A-L.com and use promo code Nikki Dutton when you check out for 20% off of your first order. So where do you start the new year? I mean, I think it's always helpful to start by looking back on the last year and just reflecting on what it looked like, what I thought it was going to look like, what I expected to happen, what I never expected to happen. There's just something so cathartic and like healing about thinking Back about what this last year's looked like. It's it's strange. I mean, when I was talking with a friend about this recently, I hadn't seen her since this time last year. Her family lives in Atlanta, and so every year she comes back and we get coffee and we sit down and we catch up and we'll text here and there throughout the year and just kind of touch base. But really, it's just like this time around Thanksgiving and Christmas, we have that one coffee date, and we were joking that it's like our standing coffee date. That who the heck knows where we'll be next year when we sit down to talk because who could have expected what would have happened this last year and Yeah, I think that when her and I were sitting down and we were talking, she asked me, you know, what has life been like this last year? Of course, she's aware of us losing Harper and Hosanna. She's aware of us making the move from Atlanta to Columbus and what I'm doing for work and how things are going with the podcast. She has this general understanding, but still she asked the question, what has this last year been like? And the best way that I can describe it is that I feel like I've just been living it. Um, I don't feel like I've been as mentally like aware to process and pull out meaning and like have these massive conclusions about anything that I've experienced yet. And I think if you've been listening along to the podcast for the last year, you probably have heard that. Like I've had these experiences and these conversations and these moments and these things times of change but I don't really have any beautiful conclusions or any uh these massive points of meaning from it yet it it just has been very in the moment and that is probably true for me just because of what this last year has looked like. And so as I sat down today and I was like, okay, I want to rethink through this last year. I want to recap it and just kind of in my own brain and in my own heart, just kind of summarize what this last year looked like to take a second to step out of living it and to process it a little bit. And I saw a question that someone posted that in order to help you think about the last year, uh, the question was to describe the last 12 months in a few words. So I took some time this evening and was just thinking through how would I describe my journey, my life, Nikki Dutton in 2022 in a few words. And these are the words that came to my mind. And I would encourage you as you're listening to this, even if you want to hit pause right now and think of your own words or after you hear me explain mine, I think that could be kind of cool. Like I said, this is a conversation. So then it'll give you space to think about your last year in a few words. But for me, describing the last year in a few words, this is what came to my mind. The first one, the first word is unexpected, right? I mean, you, if you've been listening along, have witnessed this firsthand. First of all, it was Scott and I finding out that we were pregnant, which was unexpected. We didn't expect to get pregnant so quickly. We had entered this part of our life and our relationship where we were open to kids, but we just didn't expect that to take off so quickly. So the pregnancy itself was unexpected a bit. Um, I mean, do the math. We know how that works, but we were just unexpected that it happened so fast. And then of course that first pregnancy with Hosanna ending in a loss was completely unexpected. And that just really kind of altered I think the trajectory of the rest of the year for me physically because my body was meant at that point to go through this nine-month period and my life was meant to take on this change and the you know your brain starts doing the math and like working things out of like okay 10 months from now, this is what life will look like. A year and a half from now, this is what life will look like. You see people in the grocery store and um, out in life and and they have these kids and they're doing this and they're doing that. And so you're just starting to kind of envision yourself in that. Um, and then it changed and then it didn't go the way that we thought it was going to go. So that was just. Off. It was just different. It was just kind of a, a readjustment that happened, an alteration to this year and these plans and these thoughts that we had. And then, of course, we found out that we were pregnant for a second time, which was such a gift and a miracle, truly a miracle. And then that pregnancy with Harper also ended early. And so I'm kind of right now in a midst of that whole process again, right? Like now I've entered this new nine-month countdown where my body should be doing certain things and growing in certain ways and changing in certain ways and my life should be adapting. And and it's not. And it's still very fresh and it's still very sad and all of those things, but it, it just also just at like a high level, it's just very unexpected. Just so, so, so unexpected. I never could have imagined sitting at this microphone last year for the Hello 2022 episode. I never, ever, ever would have pictured or imagined that that would be a part of the next 12 months. And so... Yeah, I really, one of the biggest words that comes to my mind to describe the last year is unexpected. And there have been other things that have been unexpected, you know, Scott landing in a new job and us moving back to Columbus, like, hello, plot twist. We left here in 2019 to move to California for me to be with A21. And it was this massive send off. like, Goodbye. I don't know when we'll see you guys again. Adios. We are headed out West and we are LA people now, which we didn't even live in LA. We lived in Orange County, but we like had this huge send off. So to come all the way back around has also been so unexpected. So, so, so unexpected. Um, and when I say that word unexpected, of course it has a heaviness that it carries with it. Thinking about Harper, thinking about Hosanna, thinking about just where I am in the middle of this thing, but it also has been unexpected in purely, ordinary ways and in purely good ways. It hasn't been only unexpected and tragedy. It just has looked really, 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 really different than I imagined at the beginning of last year. And so that first word to describe 2022 for me is unexpected. And the second word that came to my mind when I was thinking through this as I was wrapping words around the last year is slower, slower. Which is a weird word. I don't know that that's one that makes all the pretty Pinterest boards or like people's Instagram posts. Like slower is not really, I don't think it's like trendy or cool. But when I look back on the last year, this whole year has felt so much slower than I think I've lived a pace before and it's been just so much slower than I think I would have anticipated. And what that means, like if I was gonna unpack that or like paint the picture for you of what I mean by slower is it's like in a typical day, say it's like a Tuesday and I work during the day, I work remotely, so I'm at home. So my pace and like the way that I'm working and engaging with the work that I do looks really different But then once work ends for the day, many, many nights have looked like just walking into the kitchen and cooking a home-cooked meal, going for a walk, sitting on the couch with Scott, going to bed earlier. It's been truly not anything super cool or exciting, and maybe this is just like getting older, but life has just moved slower. And I mean, even when we're hanging out with our friends, a lot of times we'll just go and sit and chat or we'll play these board games that we're falling in love with. Um, It just looks really different. Um, it's, It's not been fast paced. It's not been go, 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 go. Our schedule's totally packed out. There's just been a lot more space in life the last year. And in some ways that has felt like a gift because there's been a lot of rest and there's been a lot of margin when things have happened in an unexpected way. There's been space for conversations with Scott and I and space to dream and to grow and to think and to change and to adapt. But I think there also is a little bit, and you'll hear this as I talk about this next year, there is a little bit of a stirring to kind of pick up the pace a little bit, um, seeking out a little bit of a challenge or a bit more activity. And so I won't go all the way into that yet. But yeah, when I think about 2022, for me, it just was a little bit slower than I would have anticipated. And the last word that I would use to describe 2022 is the word local. And I mean, of course, like the biggest reason that that word is there is because, I mean, we made it back to our hometown, literally local. (laughs) We did not expect to come back to Columbus, but we are here and we are living in a house and we just feel a lot more grounded here in Columbus. And I, I, like I said, we just never would have anticipated that. But also like not even just the obvious of like, oh, we moved back to, our hometown. But even just when we were in Atlanta, and that was a new area, that was a new neighborhood for us. We just found ourselves really drawn to being local. We were really interested in finding like our go-to restaurant for date night or wandering around kind of the square and like seeing what new businesses were there and talking to people. And when people would come and visit us, we would go adventure locally, you know? And yes, we did go to Paris and we went to London and that was like a trip of a lifetime. But it feels like primarily in a lot of this last year has really been spent locally and just investing in the community and the people and the places that are around us. And so when I think about recapping the last year, the few words that I would use to describe my year has been unexpected, slower and local. And I don't even really know what that says about me or my life or where I'm at, but that's just the honest truth. Now we're in 2023 thinking about this year and dreaming ahead. So that was all looking back and now transitioning, pivoting and looking forward. There's this concept that has been stuck on my mind for the last few weeks. So I was listening to another podcast. I wish I remembered where I heard this. I, I don't remember. Maybe someone listening, you've heard the same thing. But someone was talking about working backwards when you when it comes to setting health goals. They were saying that, you know, so many of us are like, oh, I want to weigh this amount or I want to look this way or whatever right now. We're thinking like in the next, you know, six months, in the next three weeks, by summer, whatever. And this person was saying, I, they were health expert, that the better way to do it is to think ahead far, far, far ahead for when you are 75, 80 years old. Say that you live a good long life and you're in your 70s, you're in your 80s and you're really in that final chapter of your life. Well, think about what do you want to be able to do and what do you want your life to look like in that space? So if it is important to you that when you're 75 years old, you can go play tennis with your friends twice a week, then that's great. Or if when you're 75 years old, you want to be able to move around and chase your grandkids and not break a hip, great. Uh, Maybe it's that you want to be able to garden without pain, like kneeling from lots of times and getting up and getting down. Whatever it is, you have to think about what it is that you want to do in that last chapter of your life and then work backwards. So if you want to play tennis, thinking about the muscles and the actions and the things that you'll need to do to keep your body strong and conditioned and flexible from now until 75 so that you can do those things, to feed your body the right nutrients and give it all of the minerals and all of these things that it needs so that your bones are strong so that you can play with your grandkids and not break a hip or whatever it is. If you want to garden and be able to kneel up and down, just like making sure that you're focusing on that aspect of your body. And I had never ever thought about that. I have never thought that far ahead of like, okay, when I'm 75 or I'm 80, this is what I want to be able to do. But it's kind of changed the way that I've thought about my goals going into this year, not just with my health, but I've just been thinking of that concept of working backwards, starting with the end in mind and then working backwards and creating your checkpoints and your goals and kind of your daily activities to go in that direction. It just makes a lot of sense to me. And I was even thinking about this. I don't know if I'll do it yet. I haven't, I honestly haven't sat down to do this yet, but I even thought, like, looking at this year, what it would look like to work backwards in 2023. So I have thought about what I hope the, you know, December 31st, 2023, what some characteristics of my life are. I do have those in mind and I'm going to share those but I was also thinking it would be kind of cool at this part of the year, at the very, very beginning to write myself a letter or maybe write yourself a letter and to say, hey, here's where I'm at right now on January, whatever, at the very, very beginning of this year, here's what I hope happens for you. Here's what I hope things look like. Here's what I hope this year looks like. And then at the end of the year to write another note or another letter about, hey, here's where we're at here's what things have happened, here's whatever, whatever. And then to take those two letters and put them side by side and read them. I don't know. Maybe that's lame. Maybe it's cool. I don't know. It's just something I thought of that I'm thinking about maybe trying. And kind of in that vein of just trying before I describe what I hope the next year will look like in a few words, kind of this phrase has really stuck out and has been kind of the main arch over some of the goals that I have for 2023. And it is the phrase, just try. It's like Nike, but like different, you know, instead of just do it, it's like, just try it. And I have really been wrestling with this idea because I think that, Over the last few years, as things have happened in an unexpected way, there's been grief, there's been loss, there's been change professionally, personally, lifestyle, literal location. There's just been a lot of change that has happened. I think that my brain, my personality, my Enneagram, whatever you want call it whatever resonates with you I think the way that I cope with that stress of things being out of my control is to create a lot of rules and boundaries for things I think that I find a lot of safety sometimes in having just like a structure of not even physically like in our home or whatever but like in the way that I'm thinking and processing life, it helps me to feel safe to have these safeguards and these um, guardrails and boundaries that are in place, which is cool. I think that's good. I think it has been a really helpful and life-saving tool for me just to cope through and like manage some of the stress that we've been under. However, I've noticed that I think think these boundaries and some of these safeguards and these guardrails have gotten a little too fortified. It's like I made this gate, I made this fence and this boundary, but it's become a little too thick. And so for instance, I've noticed lately that when there's a new idea introduced, like let's try this or let's do this, or what would it look like if we did this? Or do you want to try this? When that offer is presented, my brain kind of like, like flashes and is like, whoa, 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 whoa. I think that's threatening our boundary. I think that's threatening our, you know, little space. And so verbally what happens is when there is this offer of doing this new thing before I even process and think, do I want to do this or do I not want to do this? I rattle off All these reasons why I'm not able to or I shouldn't or it's best if I do this. And basically I've presented this really strong case for why I probably can't do it or won't do it or can't make it or it doesn't work for me before I've even entertained if it's something I do or do not want to try. I don't know if this is making any sense to anyone. I could sound like a crazy person right now, but maybe there's at least one person out there that you're like, oh, I kind of get that. Like, my brain works like that, too. So basically, I just have realized that when it comes to trying new things or doing something outside of my sequence or my routine or the ordinary way that I've been living— I am quick to shut it down and I'm really quick to have all of these verbal and mental reasons why I can't do that thing. I basically say no before I even have the chance to try and it's so so silly. It even happens with food so this is something that Scott has talked with me a lot about is my whole life I have had a very um simple palate okay like If I had it my way, I would prefer to have chicken fingers, pizza, mac and cheese, M&M's, and an ice cold Coca-Cola. That is my safe zone. I love those foods. Could eat them every day. It's perfect. And then when Scott comes along and enters my life and wants to try sushi or wants to try Thai food or wants to, I don't know, go to this new restaurant, I have been really, really quick to say, well, I don't like that kind of food or I'm not interested in that before I've even tried it. And so Scott has been big to say, like, just try it. Like, it's okay if you don't like it, but just try it. I get this is a really stupid example, but... When I do try that, I actually have ended up loving so many different types of food that for years I've told myself, I'm just not interested in, I'm just, I'm not wired that way, I just don't like that kind of food. Like I said, I know that's a really insignificant example, but it really paints the picture of like kind of this this like broken loop that my brain has gotten in. And so as I'm thinking about this year in 2023 and the words that I want to describe my year and I'm working backwards of like, okay, this is what I want my life to look like when I'm 75 or 80 years old, but also this is what I hope my life looks like in December, 2023. I'm keeping this, this, issue in my mind that I think that I've gotten a little too reluctant to try new things. And I think I've just been staying in that safe place a little too much. And so as I'm thinking about 2023, here are a few words that I hope describe my next 12 months. And the first one, is active. So I mentioned how this last year has just felt a little bit slower in a lot of ways, in good ways and in normal ways and in some not so great ways. And as I'm looking ahead and thinking about what I hope my life looks like at the end of this year, I hope that I'm just living a more active life. And that's not just physically, although I really would like to see more activity in my days. I mean, it's really easy when you're a stay-at-home mom. I was talking to to another friend about this. When you're a stay-at-home mom or when you work remotely or even when you work a desk job to feel like you wake up, you go to your desk, you sit, you grab lunch, you sit again, you get up, you go home, you eat dinner, you sit on the couch, you lay down, you go to bed. It just feels like we're so sedentary and that is not how I want to live my life when I'm 75 and 80 and that's not how I want to live my life 12 months from now. So, there is this physical component of I'm hoping just to be more active. But even socially, I I mentioned that I feel like I've just kind of fallen into some really safe and predictable patterns. And so just trying new things with my friends and going to a show or um, even if it's awful. We went to a play recently and it was tragic, tragic. Tragic, tragic, tragic. It was not good. But I mean, even if you just try or go to a new restaurant or go to someone's house that you don't normally go to, just trying something new, I just would hope that I wouldn't be someone who only thinks and dreams and stays totally in my brain about things I want to do or I want to see or I want to try, but that I actually put some intention and some activity behind it. And then this is also just spiritually as well. I think that I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast, but feeling like like my spiritual life has just fallen a little bit dormant and just wanting to stir back up that activity and that wrestling and that, pursuit of God, um, I think it's just something that I've just really been missing. And I'm sure that some of this is related to the fallout from the pandemic of all of us, you know, going into this season of just laying low and resting at home for so long. But I just think I'm really ready to get out of that space. So I really hope in this next year that I'm able to live a more active lifestyle, physically, mentally, emotionally, just being more active and kind of alongside, of that. Another word that I hope describes my 2023 is the word awake. And that is very similar to this idea of activity. I don't want to just move through my life. I mentioned how in the last 12 months I feel like I've just lived it. I, I haven't really been able to process it or think about it. And that's fine. But I'm hoping that in this next year, I can just be a little bit more awake. And even in the way that I'm physically taking care of my body in the amount of sleep I'm getting and the amount of activity that I'm getting and the foods that I'm eating and the water that I'm drinking, just trying to fuel my body and fuel my life in a way where I can be awake and I can be awake to the things that are happening around me, that I can be awake to the opportunities that are ahead of me, that I can just be awake even to the healing that needs to continue to happen in my own heart and my own life and my own relationships. I just would really hope that by the end of this year, I could look back and say I I was more awake. I was a little bit more alive this year than I think I had been in the few years past. And then the last thing that I hope that I am by the end of this year working backwards is I hope that I can say that I'm a bit more healthy than I was when I entered 2023. And that's not super sexy. And it also has a lot of connotations to it. Like, I know that when I hear someone say that they're pursuing health instantly, I'm thinking of diets and supplements and exercise programs and all of these things. And I think that it can look like that. But even as I was thinking about this word healthy, I was imagining how this year in July I'll turn 31, which is like crazy. I've just never even imagined what me at 31 would look like. But I just think about, how as I'm entering and kind of continuing on in this new decade of life, I just want to be more healthy, yes, physically. So those chicken nuggets, macaroni and cheese, pizza, and M&Ms, yeah, they make my body feel a little different than they did when I was 17, which is a major bummer. But now to take ownership and responsibility for that of like, okay, but what foods fuel my body? What make me feel mentally alert or what's healing my gut as a lot of the people that I follow on Instagram are talking a ton about. I, I think there's a lot of stock in that. So the physical health, but also... Just growing and maturing and being a healthy 31-year-old version of myself holistically all the way around. That's something that I think I've started over the last few years, but I want to see continue as I walk into the next year. So the few words that I hope describe my year in 2023 are active, awake, and healthy. And it's all kind of under that banner of just trying it, just getting out there, just trying it, not being so quick to say no or shut things down, but just being open. And I I do think that kind of cracks the door to something that I've been wrestling in this private place with the Lord about is like, How do I continue to dream and how do I continue to say that this is something I want, this is something I hope for when the track record has not proven faithful in that direction yet? So for me, that looks like being a mom and carrying a healthy pregnancy all the way to the end. And since I've seen two pregnancies so far come to an end way sooner than they should have I have had a little bit of reluctance to dream again and to hope again and to say out loud to myself and to God and to the people around me that like, hey, this is something I really want and I'm would be really excited to have. I'm scared. I'm scared to say it because like, what if it doesn't happen? Um, But I think as I look at these words that I'm using to describe this this next year and this idea of just trying something, it really is also just kind of cracking the door to this bigger question in my life of will I allow myself to be present and to be vulnerable and to be open to what, I hope for and what God is capable of doing. Um, I think about it like there's these two options of either minimizing my life and making the screen smaller so that it doesn't take up space and it's not noticeable. And so that it doesn't call a lot of attention to it because then if it doesn't go that way that I hope it will, then I won't be as embarrassed or as disappointed or as let down. But instead of doing that minimizing it trying to make it bigger and just to be open and awake and alert and alive and just healthy, just present in my life. So that's what I'm hoping that my 2023 will look like. We'll see. (laughs) I mean, I think this podcast will still be here next year. So we'll check back in in 12 months and we'll see what happens together. I mean, that's part of the adventure, right? Like we have no idea what the next 300 and something days hold for us, but I'm excited that I get to do that on this platform and I'm excited that there are so many of you that seem interested to join along and I'm even more encouraged that there are so many of you that say that these episodes feel like a conversation and not just like a TED talk. So in the spirit of that I hope that even right now you'll just take a chance to ask yourself those two questions. What would you use, what few words would you use to describe this last year? So what are the few words that you would use to describe 2022 and then describe the next year in a few words what you hope to have maybe working backwards and I just I'm glad that we're in this together and as amazing amazing conversations come and guests are coming I just hope that you will continue to stick with this podcast and I have said this from the beginning I want you to feel like you get to shape it so in every episode in the bottom of the episode notes I include a little bit where it has my Instagram And so you're welcome to DM me and share your thoughts and your opinions and your ideas and all of those things. I would love, 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 love to hear what your few words are for this year and last year. But also I include my email address for the podcast. So you're welcome to share your thoughts and opinions there as well. But I'm glad that we get to do this year together. And I can't wait to see what happens in my life and what happens in your life. And here it is. Cheers to the new year.